I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. <laughs> Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Pretty stop, stop. <laughs> Ow! Uh, that, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, hey Joey. Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hey, Joey. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down the spiral staircase? With a right? dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A., We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up. That's what we do, Mike Lawson. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's like three weeks, I think. I know, and also like now doing that clip show, it's made me now super self-aware that we record a show. Because <laughs> you sense. forgot for a second? Yeah, I was like, oh, we just some <laughs> thing that we do. Right? And now it's like, oh my god, like this dramatic clip shows. And By the way... We do 100 episodes. We do this Fikakta clip show over there at this Foul Monkeys. By the way, congratulations to Ricky and I guess Roger, who's been there for part of it, for hitting 600 shows. Mm-hmm. They're like, they do 600 shows. At the same time we're doing 100. And they're like unfazed. Well, not in the same time. No, imagine. Yeah. But Joey, also, it was nice of you. You did such a good job with the clip show you put out. Um, Steve, who, you know, Steve, yeah. he, he said to me, he's like, aren't you glad that yours came out first? <laughs> Cause you put so much more effort into it than I did. Well, I have more time than you do. I was almost embarrassed at how much better yours was. Oh, like you, you like put all this like effort into like a montage and stuff. That's a lot of effort. Girl, it was a lot of effort. It was a lot of effort. And in fact, I had built this entire 10-minute clip case against you for this time that you said that this wasn't a review show. And so I I went from – you said that on episode 32. And so I went – Mike, it took me a whole fucking day, a whole day of my life, listening to episodes 1 through 31 and taking out every time you reviewed anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ha, ha, right? Yeah. And then when I was going through the mini episodes – to get the all the different to listen to different uh, catching up with catching up contests, I already did that like episode thirty four point five. <laughs> well, I, I think like, we both could also. I mean, y- if you wanted to spend forever proving me wrong with something little, I said you probably could. You're like, uh, Mike said we don't do reviews, but I said how was your week, and he said good. Oh, that's a that's a review. I will tack on this clip thing. Don't make me do it. <laughs> But I'm saying we could tear each other apart. I Go certainly ahead. could do it to you, too, if Please. I had no life and I'm no not, job. I'm not saying you couldn't. Please do it. I would love it. Well, I have a life and a job. Oh, well, whatever. And a boyfriend. <laughs> How did what? Steve like the Rod Kyle parts? Um, I don't know. We didn't talk about it. He, he skipped over it. <laughs> God. He, he thought you were talking about the person that you named Rod Kyle that we've been using as a fake name. <laughs> Episode 200 of the Steve section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts with this clip right here. <laughs> I know. This is going to be the beginning clip of, okay, future Joe. 
<laughs> episode 101. You need to clip that out. <laughs> What's up with you? How was your week? Well, actually, my actual last week was very boring. I'm on, I made a Lenten promise to myself to uh, to just be super hardcore about my weight loss. And to and smile so, in some of your pictures? <laughs> yes, for those of you who don't know what Mike's talking about, I post monthly update pictures to my Facebook page, and I, may, I get made fun of that they're very serious. Will you send them all to me when you hit your goal weight, and I'll make it into an animated GIF file? Oh, yeah, for sure. That would be fun. So then, uh, so I haven't done nothing last week, but the week before, man, oh, I was all over the place. In fact, I was telling you earlier, I have an embarrassment of riches from stories. In fact, I had had promoted it on the last episode, so let's just jump right in. So on the last episode that we recorded, I talked about my insecurities. Now, we don't have a lot of time for me to get into that, an update with that. I'll kind of briefly go over it, but I was... I was a fanboy of this podcast called uh, The Worst Idea of All Time. Again, briefly for this podcast uh, on The Worst Idea of All Time. It's two New Zealand comics who every week watch the movie Grown Ups 2 and then review it every week. And it's very funny and I loved it. And they were coming to L.A. to tape their final episode. So on, um, I'll just say this in a couple sentences. One Sunday... Uh, I saw that they were going to be at the comedy store, and I know the comedy store well. And so I was like, oh. So I go over there, and it was just them. And here's what's weird, Mike Lawson. Like You're just gonna... sitting there drinking a beer? Yes. In <laughs> fact, yeah, in a comedy show. And I sat – the only seat was like kind of next to them. Not exactly next to them. It would be creepy. But like a table away. You're not going to fucking believe this. Wait, did you sit all alone? Not for long because I'm there for literally three seconds. And mm-hmm. one of the one of the comics, his name's Guy – comes up to me and he goes are you joe <gasps> and i go yeah he goes hey i'm guy nice to meet you okay so you had talked to them a little well i had sent them a facebook message when they came to la saying like oh my god guys welcome to la have a great time i'll see you at the show uh on tuesday that's all i wrote he recognized me he said hi joe guy <laughs> so i hung out with that's them awkward a little bit right it was a little awkward but then yeah. i hung out with them the whole night um, again, all my insecurities came out. Um, I was a super fanboy and uh, gross. And then, um, but then, of course, after I leave them, I'm like, they hate me. Mm-hmm. They hate me, right? The only reason that's important is, so now on Tuesday is their show. And another uh, big fan of theirs is friend of the show and all-around train wreck, Cameron. Mm-hmm. So we, we had bought tickets to the show. So we and he's super jealous that he I got to hang out with them and he just wants to know every detail. He can't wait to meet them, right? So Tuesday before the show, uh, and Cameron and I were going to spend the night at friend of the show Shannon's house, okay? okay? Who lived around the corner from the theater, like slumber party, slumber party, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we should, we go to Shannon's, we meet up with her, we drop our stuff off, and then we walk. It's walking distance to the restaurant, which is right next to the theater. It's this really nice restaurant. Uh, and we're going to go to dinner first. And uh, Shannon's husband and Cameron's old boss, Dave, for those of you who don't remember, <laughs> Cameron got fired from that job, meet us for dinner. And I'm going to tell you something. And this might be hard to believe because you've spoken to Cameron or whatever. But I'm, I'm being honest. One-on-one Cameron, look, he's still 21 years old, is a bright, smart, engaging kid. I, right? Why would that be surprising to me? From what I'm going to tell you right now. Oh. You bring a third person into this mix, mm-hmm. 
he I don't know what it is. He turns into a total idiot. I don't know what it is. Okay. So like he met my brother earlier in the day and he was just like, right. And then at the at dinner, right. We're sitting there. It's myself. It's Dave. It's Shannon. It's Cameron. And the food comes. It's incredible. This restaurant's incredible. Called Plan Check. The food comes. We're having an intelligent conversation. Cameron goes, uh, guys, this food is like uh, amazing. Like, if you think about it, this is like a ritual. Like, this is like human beings have been sitting down. <laughs> For like, <laughs> since human beings have been around and like eating food, and now this is like the pinnacle. Like you can't get better. Like this is the pinnacle of food. So I, everyone's just staring at him, and I go, "Are I'm, you high, Cameron? Are you, I go, Cameron? Just be honest right now. None of us care. Are you high?" And he goes, "No." Okay, what else? Okay, so we're all okay. That's random. So then dinner's over. Shannon and Dave go home. We go up to the theater. Now there's a line to get in. The line is snaking. The place is sold out for this mm. final show, this theater. <laughs> and there's a line snaking to get into the theater. So Dave, uh, Cameron and I get in the back of the line. And I see that Guy and Tim, those are the guys from the show, they're outside shaking everybody's hands as they walk in. Mm-hmm. Right? The guy in front of me, as he's walking up, wants a lot of time with them right so he's like talking a lot to them right and i could see you being like me i was like you know what i got to hang out with them last sunday i i don't i i don't want to bother them they already hate me as it is i'm just gonna keep walking mm-hmm. right so i just keep walking okay and tim chases me and he goes joe joe it's me it's tim <laughs> And then but, I go, oh. Like, he's the schmuck. Yeah. He's like, it's go, me. Don't you yeah. remember me? He could, yeah. Good. Hey, it's Tim. We and met. Go, and I go, oh, hi. <laughs> I go, have a good show. And I just walk in like a total dick. Uh, right? You're the worst. Yeah. I'm the worst. I'm the fucking worst. And now, and then I go in. Meanwhile, thinking, you paid to see him. Yeah. And like, then <laughs> also, now, I, now I'm really going, well, now they hate me. Because I just kept walking and I was a total dick. Now they totally fucking hate me, right? I'm super, super. I don't know. I got to see a shrink about this, right? So then, now this is where Mike Lawson is going to be really interested. We go in, we can sit down, right? There's a little, there's a mingling. We buy a beer, we're hanging out. Everything's normal. So the the format is they're going to have a QA, okay? Mm-hmm. Then they're going to show Grown Ups 2, and then they're going to record their podcast. So we're going to be there while, with their final viewing of Grown Ups 2. Cameron and I buy a beer. We sit down. We're chatting. It's now they're like dimming the lights. That whole thing, right? Like mm-hmm. we're gonna start. Cameron gets like maybe the worst case of the hiccups ever, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh. I'd be like, here's my keys. Can you go sit in the car? <laughs> Don't spoil the story. I go, and he's like. Oh. <laughs> And this is like at the silent movie theater. It's for cinephiles, you know. In fact, that's the name of the the name of the organization, Cinefamily. Go ahead, Mike. I I feel like hiccups are a lot like sneezes. Like if you know a sneeze is coming, you can make it pretty quiet. Or I feel oh. like there's a certain amount of effort that goes into it to make it one of those loud, obnoxious sneezes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like hiccups are the same way. You can kind of like 
Yeah. Try if, to keep them kind of quiet. They don't. Cameron have to be is like a quiet. child. Mm-hmm. They, they, can, they have no impulse control. So yeah. you're talking about impulse control or yeah. control, right? He's like, <laughs> uh. and everybody you could tell is just like really, because it's like quiet, right? He's like the little mouse in Tom and Jerry that gets drunk. Yes, He's like, <laughs> yes, Mike Lawson, he is. Like I was expecting a bubble to come out of his mouth at any moment, right? So he's like, huh. and just like sitting there, I go, Cameron, seriously? And he goes, I got this under control, man. I got this under control. And he's like, huh. <laughs> and ev- I could tell everyone's just like this fucking asshole. So finally I go, look, dude, seriously, if you can't deal with this, you're going to need to go to the lobby until it's done. Yeah. Right. He goes, okay, okay. I'll give you five minutes. Cause now the movie started. He's still doing it into the movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And everyone needs to see Grown Ups too. I know, but it's, I know, but it's L.A. You know what? Yeah. I will say he got a little bit of a pass because of that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm watching the movie, and he's laughing, still hiccuping a little bit. He is controlling it now, laughing. He's clapping because there's po- cause on the podcast. Over the course of the podcast, there are essentially almost like Rocky Horror Picture Show lines that they've focused on so when they have or moments so when they happen in the movie everyone's cheering or shouting them out loud or anything like that right yeah and cameron's doing that i see him right and then i notice the hiccups stop okay like maybe 10 minutes 15 minutes into the movie i'm like oh thank god i look over he's passed out of sleep oh like curled curled up in the seat in a ball like in the fetal position like lying down head on the girl next to him shoulder yeah she's just like uh she just pushes him off right yeah with a blankie mike there is a part in this movie that because it's so well known from the podcast people cheered like stomping their feet loudly screaming clapping for over a minute like all through the next scene they were so happy about this, right? Didn't wake up. The movie ends, and I shake him awake, and he goes, oh, oh, are they going to show the movie? What Did they show clips? What happened? <laughs> and I go, dude, the movie's over. Yeah. Right? We go outside now, because there's a little bit of a break between that and the podcast. And he's like, uh, um, really? he's like, what? He's like, out of it, right? And I go, dude, and he's, we're, t- we're talking to people, and he's just like, I don't know what's going on. Right? I go, look, listen, go get a Red Bull. Go to, is there a liquor store around here? Go to the liquor store and get a Red Bull. He's like, okay. Did he do drugs? Seriously? He, he, like- I said, no, I put Cameron, Cameron, be honest. Did you do drugs? And he goes, no, no. Which I'm kind of giving him a pass because he did sleep through a movie. Right? Yeah. Mike, he walks out. He comes back maybe five minutes later. Mm-hmm. With a hooker and he's married. And he's like, hey, everybody, what's going on? I'm Cameron. Totally, Here's my wife. To- <laughs> totally normal. I go, oh, did you get a Red Bull? He goes, no. Nah. Just I went just, for a walk. I just went for a walk. I'm fine now. Huh. Yeah. But he uh, Did he eat a lot? He did. He did eat a lot, Mike Lawson. How funny. Maybe it was like a like food coma. Oh, maybe because you know, food is like a ritual, and it's like this thing that we do. And so maybe he like stuffed himself, and then just like got the naturally, his body was like, "You need to rest now, man." And you're basically saying he's a baby. He hiccuped, (laughs) so I had to put him over my shoulder and burp him. him, Uh And then he went to sleep, and then he was grumpy, and then he was happy. Yeah, you're right. It's basically a baby, (laughs) all around baby, Cameron. 
I almost said his whole name. All around baby Cameron. Yeah. So anyway, what that? Oh, oh, really briefly. So after the movie, now Cameron wants to meet them and have a conversation with them, right? And so I'm like, oh god, right? And so after the, everything's done, like everyone's outside, they're talking to them. By the way, they announced season two is happening. I think it starts this week. Uh, they're doing Sex in the City two every huh. week and reviewing it. Okay, anyway, maybe I'll check it out. Should yeah. I go back to season one and listen and catch uh, up, or should I just start with season two? Would you? Say? I would start with season two. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like an interesting concept. They're really short. They're only like twenty to thirty minutes. Okay. So anyway, uh, so get this. So now the way Cameron's doing it, he wants his own time with them. So now he's lingering so that he's the last. He's not doing it to he's the last one. This story, I will give him this. This sort of happens that we're the last ones. So, of course, I'm insecure. I'm like, well, looks like I'm the creepy stalker. I kept saying, Cameron, can we just go? Because I don't want to be the last guy here. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Come on. Let's talk to them, right? And so they talk to us. And then... We're having a conversation, and then they're like, okay, we got it. Sorry, man. Hey, that was really cool. Thanks for coming out. Um, we're going to uh, go in now. We got to do some last – we're doing a documentary, so we got to do some interviews and stuff like that. But thanks for coming out, Joe and Cameron. I was like, they hate me? Cameron's like, you're ridiculous. But anyway, so now I'm convinced uh, Tim and Guy – Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery from The Worst Idea of All Time think I am a horrible, creepy stalker, and please never talk to us ever again. Well – <laughs> the shoe fits. Ew, do you really think so? <laughs> no, of course not. You're dumb. All right. What's going on with You're you? You're dumb. Well, Joey, listen to this. Um, Oscar moved out. My roommate Oscar. Um, as you guys probably know, the owners of my house that also live here are bringing home two babies pretty soon. Um, so they had to make room for that, and they evicted Oscar. We've talked about that in the past. You knew that was coming, right? Well, so they so they formally evicted. Now, now let me ask you this question, and maybe tell me if this is too soon in the story to ask you this. Why did they choose Oscar? Well, he is the most recent one in, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. Okay. Um, but I think there's, I think that that may, that's the story they're gonna stick to. Yeah. But I also feel like they are friends with the other two of us. Yeah. And they're not friends with him so much. Right? Hmm. So, like, we socialize with them. We go to the bar with them. Yeah. We, we don't fuck them. <laughs> yeah. You missed That's that part of, of the, You should probably <laughs> remind everyone that they were having threesomes. They did um, when he first moved in. Um, and, by the way, I feel like I've been fairly lucky in the roommate department. I know you can probably tell a couple of stories. But I've never had any roommates that have been really awful and, like, stole my stuff or anything. <gasps> right? Was Oscar – no. Was Oscar like that? No, 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 no. So I'm just saying, like, I've been lucky in the roommate department, but I would say Oscar is one of the worst roommates I've ever had. Oh, really? Because you've never mentioned this to me before. Yeah. I mean, it's the reason is because it's nothing blatantly awful. And I'm kind of concerned after I told the story about ditching somebody at the theater, like I've been editing my stories to make sure I'm not telling stories that make me sound awful. Oh, I wish you wouldn't do that. (laughs) I'm just teasing, though. But so he never did anything that was just like just awful it was just like small things that all together are annoying and like add up when you know every morning the same you like he for example every single morning he cut bread on the countertop like straight on the countertop which is gross to me already but and then he would just leave the crumbs from his bread there that kind of thing like it's Mm -hmm. not something even that you'd be like we need to talk it's just like you're annoying and disgusting yeah right 
So in another example, this happened a handful of times, and it's so petty that it seems silly to talk about it here, but he would make a pot of coffee, which, by the way, he has never purchased coffee once since he moved here, but that's not a big deal. But he would, you know how coffee filters stick together? Just like me and you, Mike. (laughs) Yes, I know what you mean. So he would grab, you know, coffee filters, and there would be two, so he would, like, separate them. And he would use one, and then he would just leave the other one on the counter in front of the coffee pot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just pick it. Is it my job to pick that up? He's really young, right? Um, Yeah, old enough to know this, though. 24, 23, 24. Okay, yeah. I don't know. That kind of thing bugs me, and they little things just add up. He also used to do this thing where he'd be really loud at late hours, and, like, he would get home from a bar or social event on a weekday, which noise, by the way, doesn't bother me. I live in a shared space, and I understand that sometimes you need to watch TV for an hour before bed, and or you need to leave for work super early, or you need to make a smoothie at six a.m. Whatever, I get that, and that's the you know the trade-off from me living in a place that's affordable. I have to deal with that kind of annoyance. Um, but he would like get home from a, a an event on a weekday, and he would get into the shower which shares a wall with my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then he would like play really loud music and sing really loud at like 1 a.m. on a What weekend. kind of music? Um, he listens to everything. But like I confronted him about that one time, um, but I just feel like it that is blatantly disrespectful, mm-hmm. unlike, you know, making your breakfast. Like that's yeah. not disrespectful, but like doing this at 1 a.m. on a Wednesday, you should at least try to be quiet because you can assume that Oh, the shower would be at 1 a.m. on a Wednesday? Yeah, the shower oh. and the music and singing. Oh, that's that's uh, awful now. Yeah. That's, that's awful at any wrong hour. But Like you're just trying to be – like I mean you're yeah. not even trying to be yeah. nice to your You come in at 1. You're, uh, you're trying to t- – you may, you may not succeed, but you try and be as quiet as possible. Right. You go out of your way a little bit to be quiet. So yeah. there's just these annoying things. So um, I was glad to see him go to be honest. And um, I'm curious what you would do in this scenario though. So – Steve and I are cooking yesterday. It's his last day, uh, Oscar's last day here. He's packing up and moving out. And, and how's his general attitude? Uh, we didn't we didn't talk much because I think the way that I handled like being annoyed with him was just to not talk. Yeah, <laughs> because it's easier to like say nothing than to try to pretend to be nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So he, Steve and I are in the kitchen cooking, hanging out, and Oscar comes in and starts packing up his kitchen stuff and. A little bit of backstory. About four or five months ago, the inside bowl thingy and the lid to my rice cooker went yeah. mis- went missing. It's gone. Okay. So I used it. I washed it. It was sitting on the drying rack, and then I couldn't find it anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. And again, like I live in a house with many people, and there's a cost to that. And sometimes things get put away because people are trying to be nice and I can't find them. So I like searched for a while and every once in a while, like I'd go to make rice and I was like, damn it, I'm going to find that. So I would like go through cupboards and couldn't find it. And then about two or three weeks ago, I was cleaning in my kitchen and I just decided I'm going to get rid of this rice cooker. It's been months. I haven't found it. Maybe somebody threw it out whatever they aren't super expensive or this one wasn't super expensive anyway so i just tossed the rice cooker so cut to yesterday steve and i are in the kitchen and oscar's packing up his stuff you already know where this is going but he opened one of his cabinets he's taking everything out and from the back of his cabinet 
he pulls out the insides of my rice cooker. And oh, like, look at this. What the fuck, right? Steve saw my face and he knew. But like, what would you have done in this scenario? You see it. You don't have the rice cooker anymore. So like if I say like, that's mine, damn it. I have no use for it. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Just be like, he's gone. I mean, what's yeah. the point? Choose your battles. But that's the, other what thing, did, yeah. the other thing though is you also don't know that he put that there. Yeah, we do have our own cabinets, and it was at the back of his cabinet. I don't but why would but it. why would he just want the little? Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, wait, wait! Uh, actually, I, so he took everything out, right? And he packed that. Like that's something he took with him. So like he took it. Maybe well, he, he probably didn't just know didn't know his. what it was. No, but he didn't know it was his, and he takes it. Like if that's not he, yours, I. It's it's hazy because it could be he's like I'm moving. This is my drawer, so whatever's in here is mine. I don't have time to sort this right now. I'm just gonna but I pack saw it. Him, like take it out. Like it wasn't as if he was like had a bag and he was just pouring everything into it. Like he, with his hands, pulled it out and put it on the counter and was packing up a box. I don't know. I feel it's kind of shady. When I was talking, but to then what Steve good does it do? What good does it do him with no rice cooker? Yeah, I don't get that either. That's why I'm, I know that's that's you're making my argument is like maybe he just didn't know what it was. No, but that's not that's my argument. If you don't know what it is, you don't take it because you take stuff that you know but is yours. But that's you. No, I he, think that's he, humans that have decency. I saying he's a dumb kid who has to move. He just doesn't know what it is. He's not mentally sorting it out. He's like, I don't know. This is I don't know what this is. Well, to. I'm glad he's gone then because yeah. he doesn't have any sense. Yeah, exactly. I mean. he... Yes. There was a few, like, he left a mess when he left in the kitchen and stuff. Like, just stupid shit. And for the longest time, I've been, like, unwilling to clean up after him. And so after he left, I did, like, a nice cleaning and got rid of all his, like, mess. And it just felt good because I, like, yes, I'm cleaning up up after somebody, but I'll never have to do it again. So I'm okay with that. So good riddance. The end. So there was no drama when he wasn't like, no, 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 Goodbye, no. Bye, guys. No, he actually gave me a hug, too. Oh. <laughs> and in, in, your, in your ear, he was like, I have the rice cooker, too. <laughs> no, when after he hugged me, he uh, left and there were crumbs all over my body somehow. <laughs> I had to clean up after the hug. He gave you a hug and then instantly you were transported to your room and you guys were having a threesome, you, Steve, and Oscar. Ew. Ew. He's not cute, right? If I remember correctly. Um... It's complicated. We've talked about him before. Like, there's something like he's not he he kind of has like baby fat, if that makes sense. Like, he's kind yeah. of like, do you know what I mean? Like, he could be yeah pretty cute, but he's uh, he's not to me. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like his cheeks are always rosy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me. Please don't send emails if you have rosy cheeks. I was oh, just saying that. Oh yeah, yeah, you're fucking getting some goddamn emails now, man. <laughs> And it's always so funny. We could go on here and be like, I don't know, kill them all, you know, like some like <laughs> but talking about some race or something, right? A- anything, yeah. Nothing. We'll get nothing, right? Right. You just say like, I hate people that wear blue sweaters. Yeah, I will never smoke out of a corn cob pipe again. <laughs> and then people will be like, oh, How dare you? I'm unsubscribing. Him. Yes. <laughs> My grandpappy used to smoke out of a corn cob pipe. My father smoked out of a corn cob pipe. <laughs> I had an email, and I, in fact, I'm pretty sure this person still listens. I got an email once that was like, well, you can talk about 
this uh, again on your podcast, but I don't care because I will never be listening again. <laughs> Cut to their biggest fan. Okay, Joey, what's up in L.A.? How are you? Mike, remind me, please. Please. Next time I say I'm going to hang out with Richard, <laughs> can you please remind me not to hang out with Richard? Yeah. Well, this is part of that week where um, I was telling you, like, oh, Richard had – I was only hanging out with him because Richard had um, – Bought tickets to a dinner. There is this food truck that is converting from a food truck to an actual brick and mortar restaurant. And so in the interim, while the food truck is down and while they're waiting for the restaurant, they've been selling tickets to these private pop-up dinners. Okay. At the home of the chef, actually. And the name of the food truck is Vaca Burger. Okay. And Richard really likes it because it's like a burger truck, but it's owned by a guy from East LA. He's Mexican and he was on Food Network and one of those chef challenges. I don't know which one. And okay, fine. I understand supporting that. Right. So so just so you know, Richard calls me. He says, I already bought us these tickets. We're going on February, whatever date that is. And I bought the tickets. Don't worry. It's on me. Because I told them, you like, because he said, do you want to go? And I said, honestly, I'm trying to watch what I eat. Because can I please tell you the menu, Mike Lawson? For, yeah. Remember, I'm trying to lose weight. Can mm-hmm. I please tell you the menu? Please tell me the menu. Course number one, macaroni and cheese. Yum. Uh-huh. Course number two, truffle cheeseburger. Uh-huh. With french fries. My mouth is, I'm salivating. Course number three. Uh-huh. Bread pudding? Uh, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, so really good, but like not good for you. It was too, it was my Monday and Tuesday calories in one meal. Easily. Right? In one meal, not yeah. one day, one no, meal. One right. meal. So, I was like, uh, but he was like, "I read about the ticket. It's on me. Don't worry about it." Yeah. Right? So like, okay. Day before, he calls me. Um I got an email from the chef. He says that um, it's a bring-your-own-beverage, and he highly suggests either um, classic Coke or the beer of your choice or ginger beer. And he goes, I want ginger beer. And so I go, oh, well, yeah, you know, you can get that at like beverages and more and stuff like that. And he goes, hmm. And I go, oh, I'm supposed to buy the ginger beer. Well, he bought the tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that, right? But I was, but I didn't pick up on that at first because yeah. I'm like, I don't know, go to go to beverage some more. Yeah. Why are you telling me? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a diet coke, and yeah. then I go, oh, 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 I picked up on it. I go, okay. So now I have to go to beverage some more, and buy you know ten dollar six pack of ginger beer. Sure. Okay, then I show up to there, and Richard's like, um, I think parking's gonna be really awful there. I think we should take a lift, right? Okay. It's like, okay. So I, he goes, he goes, are you going to call the lift? Okay. So now I'm paying for a lift. Yeah. All right. So I pay for the lift. <laughs> yeah. Guy comes. Guy, super nice guy. We're driving from East LA to downtown LA. The guy puts the address in his iPhone, puts it on Waze. Right. Every time Waze said something, Richard, like, it's wrong. Make a left here. And the guy's like, excuse me? Don't go this way. I don't want you to do this way. It's stupid. Okay. And the guy's Doesn't like, he kind of have a thing? Doesn't he usually tell 
Lyft drivers or Uber drivers had a the, yeah, but you the, know what? Yes, he wants to take. But the last time that happened, he was paying for it. Right. This time, I'm fucking paying for it. And right. and he's like, no, don't. We're in downtown, which downtown LA is just a series of one way streets. So you yeah. can't really fuck around. You can't just go like, I'm gonna make a left here, make a right here. No, it's like you have to know. And so the he's like, no, make a left here. This is wrong. This is wrong. Don't do this. No, like yelling at. He's like really rude to the guy. And so, but was his route horrible? More yeah, expensive? He, no. The wait, which guy? The guy, or Richards. Uh, Richards. Yeah. No, we landed up because he kept going. I don't know why the ways is telling you to go that way. It's wrong. Um. The, the street Richard was going on was completely blocked off. Uh, so now we had to go around a whole different way. Of course, uh, he got really quiet then. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden now there was quiet silence in the back. Can I get some of that ginger beer? Yeah. <laughs> so the guy drops us off. We go to the dinner. The dinner's fine, right? Uh, and then we go home, and uh, that guy was fine. The, the, the guy on the way home was really cool, too. Actually, uh Richard was quiet on the way home, but I was just like, oh, but that, but, but I found out. So I went online to do research. I spent with Lyft and the ginger beer, almost $40. How much was the ticket? 30. <laughs> yeah. But if you, spent... I didn't want to go, I didn't want to go. The, the whole reason was like, I, I bought you the ticket. It's on me. Yeah. That's a bit deceiving, but it really, if you think about it, did, well, first of all, did you enjoy the meal? Was it a good time? The meal is good, yes. Okay. So let's say you wanted to go. $30 ticket, and then you guys split the beverage. You bought yourself a beverage, and you halved the the transportation. You broke about even. I came out a little bit ahead, actually, still. Okay. That way. Yeah. I guess, but it was just like, ugh. But I was just like, why do I go? He's so bossy. But you love him. You guys have great conversation. You we guys do. are good together. There, he is, he, I do value him in a lot of ways. And I will say there's no bigger Joe Batanz cheerleader than yeah, Richard. And that's he was so valuable. happy about episode 100. And, oh, good. Uh, yeah, so. you need to Maybe you need to take a couple weeks off or something like you do with me. Like, just reset. I know, I try. Then you're but... excited, excited to talk to him again. I, I try, but it never happens. Uh, what's going on with you? Well, Joey, listen to this. Like a million years ago, I had this book blog. This was like af- right when I moved to Phoenix. After I did all the politics thing, I started this book blog, com. It's gone now, but it was supposed to take off like my political blogging stuff that I did in Orange County, book reviews, that sort of thing. And it actually was a lot of work because unlike like uh Political, political ones seem like a lot of work. Yeah, but you would read and then write, and it was opinions, right? But mm-hmm. like reading articles and keeping up with news was much easier than re- reading a lot of books to keep a lot of fresh content. So it was harder. I had a few people working on it with me, whatever. But during this whole thing, I met this dude named Robert. He read the book blog that I read, I mean, that I wrote, and I read his book blog, which was moistandmeaty.com, and it's also dead now. And Good. Lived, it's a horrible name. He lived in Ohio and um, whatever. So get this. In 2009, I sent him one email. It's the only email I ever sent to the dude. Mm-hmm. Although we did communicate via the comment section on each other's blog. So like he would comment on stuff I wrote and vice versa. So we like – I guess you could say communicated, right? Um, but I did email him in 2009 once. He emailed me back. It was like – 
my email, his response, and that was that. That's the only email communication we ever had, right? Mm-hmm. So cut to last week, five years later, right? I got an email from him. And he basically just said that he was going through old emails and he came across mine and he asked me what was new. He told me that he doesn't blog anymore, asked about like my online endeavors and I told him about podcasting, that sort of thing. But Joe, he said, listen, this is so weird. He said he quit his job in Ohio and he moved to California. Um, He moved like two blocks from my house. We haven't talked since 2009. New he, roommate. He... <laughs> he emails and he lived he moved really close to me he works is he gay really yeah 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 and i i knew that always he lives really close to me works is he hot? really close to me um oh wait he might listen okay ignore the question i i could say he's a handsome man he's not like really my type is he white I, I don't think that i'm his type either is he white yeah hmm. so uh 2009 was just a different time so when you meet somebody you wouldn't facebook friend oh them. 2009 remember the day ipad didn't exist yet so back then though joey like when you met someone you mm-hmm. didn't automatically you didn't automatically facebook friend them yeah so did they have washing machines then when i uh was emailing him i looked him up on facebook mm-hmm. and we have like five mutual friends like all the local gay boys from like hi- hyper local like the kids that are like in my neighborhood that I know from the gay bar or the gay guy that works are at they the white? store down the street. Most of them are not white, but oh, there's, there's not a ton of there's hmm. not a ton of white gay in my neighborhood. But yeah, um, who are the gays in your neighborhood? In so, your neighborhood, I just thought, isn't that in a huge your neighborhood? Isn't that a huge coincidence? That a white guy who has an Asian fetish moved two blocks away from you? Who said he had an Asian fetish? I was talking to Robert. That joke fell flat. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> but... I, I was trying to like find a way out of it, too, when yeah. you said that. Um, um, how do I get out of this? S- Steve actually has a theory. Steve said that he thinks that the dude may have came across me on social media. Like on Facebook or Instagram or something. And then he's like, oh, I talked to this guy many moons ago. And then he emailed thinking, oh, this is significantly less creepy to be like, hey, I just came across this old email. What's up? That's really – I like that thinking. Steve's really smart. He's super smart. And he listens. So say a lot of compliments. (laughs) Can you think of any more? Uh I think Steve deserves a medal for putting up with you. <laughs> I wonder if Steve hears all the things you do to me and goes like, "Ugh, I know, Joe. I know." Doubt it. But um, so I'm I'm gonna have a uh, coffee with this Robert dude on Thursday this week. We it's weird. Don't our take lives... Steve with you. Uh, why? Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> he think he has an Asian fetish. Yeah. Well, I. Well, what makes you think you're not Robert's type? Because I <laughs> – Now the tables have turned, my friend. I feel like he has a lot of – the the mutual friends we have are a lot of these like kind of twinky ethnic mm-hmm. minority mm-hmm. bottom what? Any particular ethnicity? No. Actually, oh. no. Yeah. But like not I, – I would say not particularly one ethnicity but certainly not white. 
there you mm-hmm. go. So, uh, yeah, that's that. So that's happening Thursday. Uh, what do you got going on next week? <laughs> just kidding. What any news stories in LA you want to talk about? I just saw one on the news right before we started recording. I think we you'll probably talk about it. Mike Lawson, what better way to start off episode 101 news section than students find teacher hanged in the classroom? Yeah, so sad. I saw this. A popular 31-year-old photography teacher was found hanging inside an Orange County High School classroom by students as they arrived to school on Monday, police said. The woman, identified by police as Jillian Jacobson, was found hanging from the ceiling at El Dorado High School in Placentia. The preliminary investigation indicates it was suicide, said Placentia Police Lieutenant Eric Point. The teacher's husband was notified and grief counselors were summoned to the campus. Afternoon classes were canceled. Um, This is horrible. Um, awful 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 why um, did she do it at school i mean that's why did she that's do it violent at at, why did she do it but to do it at school that is that's that she's angry yeah right? yeah they have they haven't found a suicide note from this lady is that true what this teacher there's no suicide note um Okay. What? I, I I haven't read the whole story. <laughs> oh, God, Joe. All right, I'm going to go hang myself now. I don't have to do my homework. The teacher's dead. Yeah. Well, do you, do you think, like, unfortunately, not, I mean, not unfortunately, it's unfortunate she did this, but, like, like, unfortunately for kids who didn't do their homework, it was a photography teacher. You know, like, ugh, don't you kind of wish that your AP history teacher or... I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be honest well, with you school, about something. No, the school – you're actually – the school sent all the kids home to parents. So if a parent oh, came good. to pick you up, you're done for the day. Now, here's the thing is I, I there was this teacher I had my sophomore year in high school when I was a sophomore. It was my first class of the day. He was the Spanish teacher. He was a horrible human being. I hated him. He just spent the entire class yelling at people. Okay? It was like doing a podcast with you. And – <laughs> every day he would always be late to work always every day was late to work we'd be sitting there the first day of class of the day and be 10 15 minutes in there'd be no teacher every day i would wish the reason he was late was that he had had a heart attack and died oh my god joe that's how awful he was he was so awful i would get like a pit in my stomach every morning just hoping i wasn't the person he yelled at by the way he never yelled at me once never yelled at me once but it was i was such a good kid in high school but uh, because he was so awful, so maybe he did his job well. Because he was like keeping kids like you in line. Mike, I'm a Mexican kid who can't speak Spanish. So he didn't do his job that well. True. He was a Spanish teacher. My Spanish teacher in high school was awful too. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Yeah. Um. I feel. I do feel like. I f- I feel bad like judging this woman who just you know did suicide, committed suicide. <clears throat> but like. It's a very like selfish place to do it. There's a there's no, better option. Yeah, it's completely selfish what she did. There's a there's this book that I read for book club. Shit, I can't remember it, but the the name of it. But the author basically is going through ways because he was the the narrator of this story is like incredibly depressed and wants to commit suicide, but he can't imagine somebody having to clean up or like the burden he would put on people. Mm-hmm. So in the book, he goes through different ways that he would commit suicide that would be, like, clean or, like, 
there would be no result. Nobody would ever have to find a body or anything like that. And I, I think it's the opposite of what this lady did. Do you think they put the substitute teacher in that room? Like, no, they okay. sent people home, Joe. But what is... Sh- like, no, 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 no. I mean, tomorrow they're like, okay, so uh, here's your classroom. That's and, It's fucked because, like, you almost like, can't even use... You can't use that classroom anymore. No, right no. That classroom's haunted now. Because yeah. the, the substitute goes like, okay, great. Um, I noticed that the other rooms had fans in them. Where's the fan for this room? Did she hang herself from the fan? I don't know. Go with this. Oh, and then God, you're like, no. oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I noticed that there's blood all over because there was she she there was blood surely right there was oh, like gunshot so? gunshot wounds. Go with it, Joe. Just go oh, okay. With it. We don't have to know facts. No, but I'm tr- well. I'm going with a joke. I mean, like like, and so the thing, Mike. I'm trying to make a joke about a suicide. Okay, <laughs> can you please not ruin my joke? So. And- <laughs> So anyway, um, yeah, but you know, it's, ugh, th- that room is haunted. They can never do- – what are they going to do with that classroom now? It's wasted I, classroom space now. In like six or seven years, they could use it. No, it's always going to be like, this is the, the – a man, a fijate, this is where the teacher killed herself. But since she isn't that Hispanic. I know, but it's, it, that's it doesn't it it doesn't hit as hard when a white kid does it. Like, you're like, oh my god, where the teacher killed herself. Right, but you do like a Mexican kid, like fíjate, this is where the teacher killed herself, eh? Speaking of um, uh, accents, Joey, uh, listen to this: Taco Bell in Oakland. It's yeah. this Mexican restaurant we have up mm-hmm. here called Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in Authentic. trouble. They're in trouble because a video that surfaced. Um, this video shows a homeless man sweeping the parking lot. Uh, the person taking the video also asked him a couple of questions he's interviewed in the video, and he says that he does the sweeping in the parking lot in exchange for tacos and burritos. Mm-hmm. Not Fair not, trade. Not wages. Yeah. And it turns out that the guy's been doing it for a while. Every day he goes out and does a big sweep of the parking lot, and he says that he usually gets three burritos, three tacos, and a burrito wrap for his work. Uh, he does it every day. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Let's let's figure this out here. Three burritos, three tacos, and one burrito wrap. Okay, so three burritos is probably they're probably like a dollar. Let's say two dollars each for a burrito. I think they're closer to a dollar. Talk about ta- burritos. No, let's say dollar fifty. We'll split the difference. Okay. Okay. So uh, that's three, so that's four fifty. Four fifty, and then it's three tacos. Which it's probably like three tacos for like two dollars. Don't you think around there? Okay. Let's so add another bucks. two bucks. So let's say let's say six fifty, and then a burrito wrap. Those are kind of expensive. So let's let's say somewhere in the area of nine dollars. Let's say ten, even ten. Okay, ten dollars. Okay, great. So he said he does this every day. It seems like a really stupid story, kind of. But the but attention is he sweeping it's getting, all day. I don't know. It doesn't say how much time. But it's a big parking lot. It is a big parking lot. Oh, okay. um, it's not like it's not, so. It's not like a tiny little drive-through parking lot, right? It's a pretty um, big one, uh, but people are really divided over this story, and I'm curious where you fall. Um, the first group of people say that it's illegal, which it is, and what if the dude gets hurt while he's out there doing the work? Is he's not protected the way Taco Bell employees would be? Um, there, if I don't know, they. I have a question, and actually, believe it or not, this is important. Yeah, is the man Hispanic? No. Okay. He's Go not on. paying taxes for the work, which is another thing. 
Taco Bell isn't paying taxes for the work, right? The second group says, give the dude a break. He's helping. He's eating. He's doing something instead of panhandling. This is better than stealing or panhandling or something. Like, this is something we should encourage. And I'm curious where you fall. Well, I'm with the second group, though I don't know if I would necessarily encourage it. Here's what my thinking is sometimes you have people, and I was saying Hispanics because this is a lot of times ingrained in sort of Hispanic culture. There's an old hacky stand-up comedian joke, which is you, ne- which is strangely true, is you never or very rarely see um, Mexicans begging for money off by the freeway. And that's because a lot of it has to do with something ingrained in Hispanic culture where even if they're selling you a piece of shit uh, clay bank, at least that they feel there's some sort of even exchange or if they're working for something. But it, it's not necessarily – it's not you know exclusive to Mexicans or Hispanics or Latinos. It's it could it's, I could see that also being some part of any other culture, white, Asian, black. It could be any culture who that they feel that they – if, if they're going to ask for money, they want to do something in return. If they're going to ask for something, they want to do something for the return in, in exchange for their pride. It, it helps them keep their pride. There's a guy at the local supermarket who uh, just stands there and he'll like help you with your cart or wash your windshield. He's, a, he's an African-American older man. And then you, know, you can donate money to him. So the, it has to do with pride. So we don't know. Maybe this guy went up to the manager and said, hey, look. I'll sweep up this parking lot if you'll give me food. And the manager's like, okay, whatever, right? Like, we don't – it True. It, would, it would be a problem if the manager went like, hey, <sighs> bub, you know, yeah. like – Put in a Craigslist ad, hiring homeless people, we'll pay him burrito. Yeah, it could be this guy – the manager to talk about was trying to be nice. Like, this guy comes and he asks for food all the time and maybe he says, I'll sweep up the parking lot and the, and the guy – and the manager goes, okay, sure. And how long – you don't know how long it takes him. I haven't seen his parking lot. But yeah. like even if it's an hour, that's $10 and he's getting his food and this, this guy keeps his pride, you know, yeah. Taco Bell. I don't know. I, I think the problem for me – I'm I'm with you. Like this, he's helping. He's doing well. He's eating. Everybody wins. But I kind of feel like if this were a small ma and pa place and it was like me giving you from my profits – that's one thing, but I feel like with a big corporation like a Taco Bell, it's a little bit different. Like it shouldn't – Taco Bell can hire another person and there's – Yeah, but this is the not the Taco Bell corporation doing it. It may not even be the franchise owner. It could no, be just – No, it's probably just like the manager, maybe even less than the manager. It could be just the dude that runs a drive Yeah, does this. Exactly. It's totally possible, but I think that if I chose to do that with my business, then though that's me. But I feel like it's different with Taco Bell that there should be – I don't know. He falls and hurts himself, and then there's like su- it's just That's, more complicated. But yeah, but you're like you're saying if it's a couple, if it's a bunch of employees who get together and buy this guy this meal, or maybe the manager just they're not give, buying him or the gives meal. the throwaways. People think people throw away, you know like give kid like ah yeah this didn't have the right amount of cheese here you know yeah. like you know I went to Del Taco recently because like I've said Del Taco has a really good uh, under 500 calorie menu and they have these turkey tacos okay. Mm-hmm. And so I ordered three turkey tacos, and that comes up to 450 calories, perfect for like an emergency lunch when I'm not going to get home in time. Mm-hmm. But it's also because I'm on a, on a diet, it's important to be turkey tacos. Yeah. So I order it. I'm going to eat the Del Taco, and they give me these tacos, and they are actually like their premium like shrimp like fried shrimp with like some beautiful wonderful del taco like chipotle sauce or something like that like these are easily like 
two or three dollar tacos and they gave me three of them they made a mistake right now if i was fat i'd be like oh they made a mistake i'm gonna eat them right yeah but i can't eat it so i go hey listen i really need the turkey tacos so the guy goes oh okay and he takes them the woman makes the turkey tacos he just literally takes them and dumps them in the trash just goes totally. boom opens the trash can three perfect three nine dollars worth of tacos in that trash can Right, yeah. that could have easily gone to a homeless person. So I'm not saying that's what's happening at T- Taco Bell, but maybe they're who knows what they're working at. I think I think the people there who were working there were, thought they were working out of their best interest. They're not sitting there thinking about liability insurance and this and that. And guess he can. No one's thinking that it's going to get into like the blogosphere and the, you know, the San Francisco look, the Harvey Milk crew that we call them, who get mad about Harvey Milk. It's the same people and Bat Boy. <laughs> Um, do you have any other news stories from LA? I did. Okay. I want to acknowledge, I recognize, yes, I do know that the LAPD shot a homeless man on Skid Row and that there's video, but it's one of these things where I already did a suicide story, you know? And also I feel that, and the reason I didn't do that story was I feel there's a lot of information still coming in. Like, I don't think we have the full story yet because I just saw today that when they slow down the video, you can see the homeless man reaching for one of the cops' guns right before they shoot them. So that that's why they shot him. You can see it on the video. So I don't know all the information yet. So I don't want to sit here like some people, not you, Mike, who just give opinions on things we are before all the facts are in. I don't want to do that. So Beverly Hills woman is the infamous West Side Tip Jar Bandit, police say. Police believe they've arrested the notorious Tip Jar Bandit, ending her not-so-smooth reign of terror on the hard-working employees of West L.A. Jessica Shubb, a 20-year-old Beverly Hills resident, was arrested by Beverly Hills PD yesterday for allegedly swiping tips from Brighton Coffee Shop in Beverly Hills. While Shubb was able to escape, escape the coffee shop, a vigilante witness stealthily followed her and alerted police. The police arrested Shubb about half a block away from the coffee shop. So this was kind of a big story. I don't know if necessarily in the entire news, but all over like L.A. Weekly and L.A.ist. Mm-hmm. Because there was video and all, all over L.A. of this woman would show up to like Starbucks or uh, Booger's Bagels or Panera, you know, or um, Taco Bell. Taco Bell or Deidre Coffee okay. or um, Pizza Hut. Or we kind of get the idea. Yeah. Or KFC. Or, yeah. And she would or take Kaiser the tips. Permanente. Yeah. And so there would be video <laughs> and she would somehow distract the person like say like, oh, can you get me that? Like maybe go reach up for something on the shelf or something. And then she'd reach her hand and take all the money out of the tip jar and very smoothly just put it in her purse and be like, oh, it didn't work. Okay, thanks. Bye. And then walk out. Yeah. So, I mean, there was, like, this weird, like, hipster manhunt for her. And so, that, that basically, they caught her. My question to you, Mike Lawson, is do you tip when you go to coffee houses? Yeah, um, I do, certainly. I mean, I used to be a barista, so I know that that's kind of important and it helps you. I mean, when you're handcrafting something like that, it makes you do a little bit better. But I usually, I mean, I don't normally go out of my way to, like, can you break this five so i could give you some tip i basically will throw in the change i got in my wallet or if it's you know a quarter from the change that i just from the purchase i just made i'll throw that in a tip jar um i don't feel like i tip like a a specific amount in a regular uh way i just kind of give what i got but this is really fucked i don't like that she did this i'm glad um 
Yeah, what a horrible person. Yeah, wait, have they found her? Yeah, yeah, they found her. They arrested her. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah. glad. So, so get this. I tip, but when I do, and I know this is kind of obnoxious, but 